Welcome from Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 296, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, beautiful night tonight, uh, a little warm. <laughs> You know, Phoenix, one of the wonderful things about this, the monsoon season, like I've been telling you, but it just gets like a little muggy out. Like in Phoenix, when it's 102, 3, 5 degrees, and then we get a little rain, gnarly, like not not friendly. So we have, it's the temperature's not too bad, but the residual like humidity is no fun. Uh, but it is so good. And honestly, I, like I said before, like I've tried to record a couple other episodes and I just, I mean, literally, I mean, two nights ago I came out here to record an episode, this one, and I am in mean, all, all my stuff to come out here on the front porch. Patty's like, you can't go out there. I'm like, why? She's like, it just started raining. So, I mean, that's kind of what summer is in Phoenix that you get these, you know, these little storms at night or in the morning or whatever. So anyway, a part of having a front porch podcast where you actually record the thing outside on your front porch is you got to deal with the element. So I am back. I am here and it is very, very nice tonight. And so it is so great to be with all of you. I hope you're doing awesome wherever you are. You know, an encouragement uh, for you, I, I was just thinking, like, one, every once in a while, there is this moment where you wake up in the morning, you kind of open your eyes, and that should be, that split moment when you open your eyes, take your first breaths while you're, like, awake, are kind of these precious moments, and I feel like, what would it look like to take that moment of just awake, and carry it throughout your day. Just like you're awake. Like you're awake. You woke up. It's pretty awesome. Like enjoy it. But like what is it like the delight of waking up? Now some of you are like I don't want to wake up. I want to sleep in. I get that. I'm talking about the fact that you're alive. The fact that you woke up. And, and then using that throughout your day. Now for some of you like you got some tough days ahead of you. There's a lot of hard that's going on. I get it. I totally get it. I really do. But those breaths that are in your lung, those synapses that are firing in your brain, the heart that's beating, a beautiful reminder of you got this today. You're going to be okay. And, and to keep breathing and to keep just uh, just keep recognizing that heartbeat and just dialing in on like, wow, I'm alive and I'm breathing and I'm going. And that feeling of awakeness and awareness is really, really important. And so using that to kind of carry you throughout the day and just a reminder in those times of discouragement, those times of distraction, just kind of slow down and remember that first moment you woke up and you're like, dude, I'm alive. I got another day. I'm ready to get after it and go after it. And I think that's that whole... You know, Jesus is like, let me help you with life. Hey, you only have today. You don't have tomorrow. So tomorrow's got, you know, today's got enough worry on its own. So just lock in here today. Don't worry about tomorrow. And 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 you're awake. So get after today. Have some fun. Enjoy it. So whatever time you're listening to this, you're awake. You're listening to this podcast. I'm awake. I'm super excited to be awake. I'm super excited to be here with you all and what we do with these breaths, what we do with these heartbeats and this air in our lung. It actually matters. And so, you know, sometimes in the complexity of life, slow down, see the smaller things, and you are alive today. You are 
awake. Uh, thank you, uh, each and every one of you who continue to listen. I really do appreciate it. And I get so much wonderful encouragement from people, and uh, that's always so kind. So thank you so much. And then for those of you who give, honestly, I can't say thank you enough. For those of you who give uh, to, uh, to Front Porch Confessional, it really, really helps us to continue forward. So thank you for those of you who to do that, who give generously to this. So thank you so much. Um, really, really grateful that you're all tuning in and we're learning and we're growing together. We are going to continue in Second Corinthians. Uh, we were in verse seven, uh, six and seven, and now here we are, verse eight, and it says this, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken struck down but not destroyed always carrying in the body the death of jesus so that the life of jesus may also be manifested in our bodies i'll read it again second corinthians 4 8 through 10 we are afflicted in every way but not crushed perplexed but not driven to despair persecuted but not forsaken struck down but not destroyed always carrying in the body of uh, the body the the body the death of jesus so that life of jesus may also be manifested in our body i remember this moment when uh when coop was going through his treatment many of you know that my son cooper got diagnosed with leukemia when he was eight years old and and uh, those are some really difficult days for us very very hard very difficult and um, we're probably, gosh, I don't know, two years into his treatment. This is a part of his treatment. I th- they call it maintenance. So, um, so if you've been through cancer or uh, you kind of, they give you a roadmap. This section is called maintenance, which is supposed to be one of the easiest a part of your treatment. It's kind of, they kind of just kind of maintain, make sure you get, you know, certain things. You still have to take some chemos, but it's not as intense as the first bit that you go through. And it was so, so hard for him. So, so difficult. And it was like, I don't know if you've ever been through this where like you pray for something like, God, could you just make the pain go away? And may, or could you just heal him? And it got worse. Like for Cooper, his liver essentially kind of shut down. And it was a, a real problem because he was getting the full dose. His liver wasn't being able to kind of filter out a lot of the stuff. And and he was getting full doses of chemo. And, and it was putting his body into just these pain torments. I mean, I can't even explain to you. His whole body would lock up. He would scream. I mean, it was just awful. And a part of it is, is one, they've got to give him this medication, but this medication is hurting him because his liver's not filtering it. And it was just like all the time going, God, could you help? And it just seemed to get worse. It just seemed to get hard. And as I was reading through this passage, I kept thinking about that. Like, even in that midst, like Paul's like trying to go like, look, it's hard. You know, I find it interesting about the Christian life. And I and I and I go like I get it why so many people are disappointed in some ways, because I I really think we were pitched a bill of sale, like you know we were pitched a, a like a used car salesman a life in Christ, and it's not real, it's not real. I, and many of you maybe were were taught kind of a prosperity gospel. This like you do a bunch of good stuff for God, and a bunch of good stuff is coming your way. 
uh, maybe you thought, maybe because you heard and maybe because it was preached that like, listen, just follow Jesus and it's all going to work out. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. You're going to make it through. Like in these kind of messages, and I would say particularly in my lifetime, have been prominent. And at the forefront, I believe, of a lot of what's been taught. And unfortunately, what we're all learning, and if anything that we learned through this COVID season and everything else is, that's not real. And so there's a real reason, a real reason why a lot of Christians are walking away from the faith. There's a real reason why people are trying to deconstruct all this stuff, because I really feel like they're like, wait, 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 hold on now. It wasn't supposed to go this way. It wasn't supposed to look this way. I wasn't supposed to get sick. I wasn't supposed to lose my job. I wasn't supposed to, and you could run out a thousand different scenarios, disappointing scenarios where you're like, it wasn't supposed to go that way. And what Paul is trying to do for these people is going, hey, listen, listen, listen. Remind yourself, I just told you, you, there's a treasure in this jar of clay, right? And he's trying to refocus this church in the midst of really difficult times. And as Christians, we were not promised lollipops and butterflies in this life because we follow Jesus. In fact, what we're learning and what Paul is teaching us is actually something that is far more honest. And I don't know about you, I just want honest. Like, give me the truth. And so Paul's like, okay, game on, let's go. Let me give you the truth. We're afflicted in every way. Like it feels so often, I know from, it, it, like maybe you feel this at times, like it just feels like, man, at times I just feel like come against and that could be in friendships, that could be at work, like, but that's real. And But then he's like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. But remember yourself, you got this treasure in this jar of clay, but, but you know, you're afflicted in every way, but you're not crushed, right? Perplexed, why is this happening? This isn't fair. This shouldn't be happening. He's like, whoa, 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 I get that. I get that. And when you're going through hard times, I can understand how that's difficult. But hold on. But we're, you're not driven to despair. Like you can be confused and frustrated, but to get to a place of despair is to lose focus on what this is all about and who we're doing it for. He's like, no, no, no. Listen, you can be perplexed, but we're, no, no, no. We're, it's not despair. Persecuted. Now, this is something that in the West, we just have no box for. But I have a a sense that we're experiencing a little bit more and more of this as Christians kind of stand up for what the Bible says. And he's like, look, hey, listen, persecuted, but not forsaken, right? He's going like struck down, but not destroyed. Always. Now, think about this. Always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, Come on, Paul, what's going on here? He's like, hey, listen, look to Jesus. Look to Jesus, the sinless son of God, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I was reading in Philippians this morning, and he emptied himself. (laughs) And he took on human form, and he suffered, right? He was beaten. He was rejected. He was left. And Paul's like, I feel that. Like, And he's going like, look. We're, we're living the life, the Jesus life. As you go through these things, Jesus went through these disappointments, these discouragements, and ultimately death. And Paul's like, listen, I feel that. 
He's sharing that with this church that is going through so much, that is struggling. Paul himself is going through so much. But then he transitions, and this is such a beautiful thing that he keeps coming back to. Hold on, hold on. Yes, the death of Jesus, but don't. This, this is where the, the so that comes in, and these are so important. So that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. In our, we are a paradox. We are both death and life. We are both fully dying to ourselves. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ who lives in me. And we're fully alive in Christ. This is what he's presenting to this church. Listen, we are going to suffer. How will you do that? Are you going to get bogged down by all these disappointments, all these discouragements or in your life? Or can you reframe them in the way that we saw Jesus reframe them? That we are not defined by death. We are defined, not even defined by life in an easy life at that. We are defined by Jesus. And what Jesus shows us is how to live in both. How to live in the midst of discouragement, in the midst of pain, even in the midst of like, this is not fair. What did he do? And then what does life really look like? How can we really experience that? And so here's my encouragement for you. Out of this passage, Paul is trying to refocus and reframe all of life for us. And he's like, listen, what feels like stuff's not going your way, you need to reframe it. And this is what the gospel does. It's good news. This is why Jesus says to me, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, I'll give you rest, rest for your souls, right? This is what the, all, the, 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 the whole of scripture is trying to help us look to Jesus. And Paul's like, I feel both of these things. But you know what? Life, bringing life in the midst of suffering is a gospel presentation to the world. And this is what Paul is trying to help this Corinthian church and help us really truly understand because suffering with Christ is the key to life. Doing it well. And I know some of you are going through some really hard things. Do it well. And you will be able to find life and enjoy even in the midst of your suffering. I have experienced it. I know what it feels like. I've been there. I've asked the questions. I've struggled. But when I finally released and realized, no, 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 I am crucified with Christ. I don't live yet. Not about Christ who lives in me. There, I, I found life in him. I found light in him and joy in him and peace in him. And that preached to the people that God had put all around us during that period of time. So the question is this, how can you find life in the midst of your suffering? Lord, this is too much. Sometimes it's really hard and we need your help. Spirit, awaken us to your life, even in the midst of our disappointments. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Till next time, cheers. Cheers.